Chillax Singapore podcast will listen to this our boy read interesting news and give his thoughts about it. So today I just want to talk about an experience that a lot of us are going through. And you might be going through this and you might not even notice it at all. Are you losing motivation and kind of feeling bored? And life is very repetitive to you. I mean, nowadays I've been feeling this. And it's, it's just the same thing over and over again. You wake up, you do work, you go to sleep. All in the same room. And then it just rinse and repeat Monday to Friday. Saturday, Sunday, you can't really go out because got COVID-19. Or if you are like single like me, then you can't really do anything else, right? And then every day is just the same thing. Just, you know, stuck in this cycle, this very boring, repetitive cycle. And there's a name for that feeling that you are going through right now. It's called languishing. So it's a neglected middle child of mental health that can dull your motivation and focus. And it may be the dominant emotion of 2021. So this is a New York Times article where this psychologist has kind of like described this feeling. And I'm quite sure some of you might be feeling this and you know it's a dominant emotion that all of us are going through and 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 it just catch, catches you suddenly i thought i was able to handle this i mean this whole covid19 thing i mean staying at home is completely fine as an introvert it doesn't really conflict with my with, with my personality right i can stay at home and i meet i don't need and a lot of social interactions and when the government opens up then i can go and meet my friends once in a while and that is completely fine. But for some reason, recently it has gone to me like two to three months ago. And I didn't even realize that I was losing motivation that until it happened that I kind of asked myself, hey, how come last time I'm very motivated, then now I kind of losing motivation? And if you are asking yourself that kind of questions, then you might be going through this languish- languishing thing, this experience. And the article kind of continues to read. Uh, the author describes his experience. He says, At first, I didn't recognize the symptoms that we all had in common. Friends mentioned that they were having trouble concentrating. Colleagues reported that even with vaccines on the horizon, they weren't excited about 2021. A family member was staying up late to watch National Treasure again, even though she knows the movie by heart. And instead of bouncing out of bed at 6am, I was lying there until 7, playing words with friends. So this is quite funny they are still playing words with friends that was like how many years ago man in poly i was playing words with friends but now i stopped really but i think the psychologist the author is a bit older and then i think the more interesting thing is like you know uh you really have vaccines already and it's and it's very funny that like even when they're waiting for vaccines they weren't excited about 2021 and now that we have our vaccines i also don't feel excited at all it's not like you can't you can't even go out. You have we are all vaccinated and we can't even go out at all, and we can't even go overseas. And that is make it makes it very frustrating, you know. And and that really, uh, I think a lot of people try to place the blame on the government. But imagine you put you put yourself uh you put yourself in their shoes. Like if you open up, right, people are going to die. And who is responsible for the death? And they are kind of stuck in this limbo, you know. People want and them. People want it to be endemic, open up. But then if they open up, then people are going to die. Then who, who, who is going to be, whose head is going to be on the chopping board for these people who are dying, right? Yeah, and so this is kind of in a very bad situation right now. And the article continues to say, it wasn't burnout, we still had energy. It wasn't depression, we didn't feel hopeless. We just felt somewhat joyless and aimless. It turns out that there's a name for that, languishing. Languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. 
it feels as if you are muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield. And it might be the dominant emotion of 2021. And the author kind of describes it very, very accurately. I kind of feel like I'm muddling through my days, just trying to scrape by. And I don't know why. Usually that's not the case. I remember I used to be very motivated in school. I mean, just to give you all a context, I just got my first job. I mean, I've been in my first job for almost a year already. And, I, and, and there's a direct comparison between my experience in school and, and working at my first job. I can kind of feel like my motivation is not as much. And I, I'm wondering, is it a work situation? Is it the work I'm not interested in? Or is it just the COVID-19 thing that's affecting me? And the article continues to say, as scientists and physicians work to treat and cure physical symptoms of long-haul COVID, many people are struggling with the emotional long-haul of the pandemic. It hit some of us unprepared as the intense fear and grief of last year faded. And this is something that is very interesting where I was talking to my colleagues about like this lockdown thing and they were wondering what are the impacts because they read this article about the impacts of locking down. Maybe you lock down, you kind of save life, you save life right? And, and you prevent this spreading from happening. But what is the emotional, physical impact of locking down on the normal people, people who are not getting COVID? People might be getting mentally, mentally ill. Are there lasting impacts that might result in physical issues that will happen? Like maybe you, get, you become depressed, maybe you will kill yourself or something. This is something that is a bit exaggerated, but you kind of wonder like what is the emotional, psychological impact of locking down on people who are not having COVID at all or just the regular population. And you know, it's quite interesting. And also the okay, the article continues to say, in psychology, we think about mental health on a spectrum, from depression to flourishing. Flourishing is the peak of well-being. You have a strong sense of meaning, mastery, and mattering to others. Depression is the value of ill-being. You feel despondent, drained, and worthless. And languishing is the neglected middle child mental health. It's a void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. You don't have the symptoms of mental illness, and that is pretty true, but you're not the picture of mental health either. You're not functioning at full capacity. Languishing dulls your motivation, disrupts your ability to focus, and triples the odd that you are cut back on work. And that is happening to me. I feel, I feel that. It appears to be more common than major depression. Ah, okay. So some of you might be experiencing this. And in some ways, it may be a bigger risk factor for mental illness. It feels like a precursor, right? It sounds like a precursor the way he mentions, mentions it. And, and it really is true, you know. Like, I think we need to kind of re-look at what exactly is mental illness and also the kind of feelings that we are having. You know, depression, this might not be depression. It's not as serious as, as depression, but, you know, it's serious to some extent. And then... They talk about the term was coined by a sociologist called Corey Keyes, who was struck that many people who weren't depressed also weren't thriving. His research suggests that the people most likely to experience major depression and anxiety disorders in the next decades aren't the ones with those symptoms today. They are the people who are languishing right now. So you see, this whole lockdown thing might be creating an impact of this languishing, might be causing languishing, and this languishing might just compound because COVID-19 is not going to dis disappear and this is going to compound to something like a depression because you know you languish then it affects your real life work right and then this kind of adds up so you kind of wonder how much is 
it, it's not just physical deaths we need to quantify we need to quantify the emotional psychological issues and then also the subsequent uh, physical impact right and the article continues to say there are the people who are languishing right now and new evidence from pandemic healthcare workers in italy shows that those who are languishing in the spring of 2020 were three times more likely than their peers to be diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd so if y'all didn't know i mean this is quite a familiar term and i didn't realize that it's you can i mean you, you get a whole range of psychological disorders that you might get right not just depression but now it's ptsd as well which is insane part of the danger is that when you are languishing you might not notice the dulling of delight yeah this is what i'm feeling right now you see you don't realize it until it hits you until something uh different happens and i, I mean like maybe you will be like just kind of losing motivation every day then suddenly your boss go you like hey well i never keep up on this work then you realize eh, usually i do that well, right usually i'm very on the ball but why is this happening and you might not realize it until like a few months later you don't catch yourself sleeping slowly into solitude you're indifferent to your indifference <laughs> when you can't see your own suffering you don't seek help or even do much to help yourself so if you can't see it how are you going to combat it how are you going to resolve it right and this is the feeling and if you kind of feel yourself like if this describes your situation quite accurately you might want to look into this and of course at the end of the article they talk about how to resolve it so when what wait this article says what so what can we do about it okay yes yes so he's now he's digging into how are we going to solve it so there's a concept called flow maybe an antidote to languishing flow is that elusive state of absorption in a meaningful challenge or momentary bond where a sense of time and place and self melts away during the early days of the pandemic the best predictor of well-being wasn't optimism or mindfulness it was flow People who become more immersed in their projects manage to avoid languishing and maintain their pre-pandemic happiness. So I'm quite sure some of you can remember that at one point in life or perhaps to a certain activity or hobby or whatever it is that you feel the flow state. Perhaps you are playing a game that you are so en- like en- engrossed with it that you, know, you kind of forget that time is passing and it's just so meaningful and so enjoyable. And this article continues to say, an early morning work game catapults me into flow. Yeah, so this is kind of accurate, isn't it? A late night Netflix binge sometimes does the trick too. It transports you into a story where you feel attached to the characters and concerned for their welfare. Perhaps like, you know, Squid Game? Watch Squid Game? (laughs) While finding new challenges, enjoyable experiences and meaningful work are all possible remedies to languishing. It's hard to find flow when you when you can't focus. This was a problem long before the pandemic. When people were habitually checking emails 74 times a day and switching tasks every 10 minutes. In the past year, many of us also have been struggling with interruptions from kids around the house, colleagues around the world, and bosses around the clock. And there's three, not really three things, I think two things, two specific things. So the article kind of narrows it down and I kind of help you summarize it really. So there's two things. First, you have to give yourself some uninterrupted time. Setting some boundaries. Perhaps you choose a day and time for yourself to kind of focus on deliberate relaxation and having a task that you can be 
in the state of flow where you can be engaged and committed and where you can enjoy you know the activity and this is something that happened you know when I, like i mentioned last week i thought about how i went on staycation like i think last sunday i went on staycation and saturday i made the podcast okay yeah so that's yeah so sunday i went on my solo staycation and it was pretty good for some reason i was able to watch a lot of shows which is something that i couldn't do at home and this might be like overthinking over exaggeration or whatever it is but there's something about working from home right that kind of like blurs your your rest space your room which is supposed to be a resting space and a place where you watch your shows and enjoy you are now working in it and this kind of blurs that relationship where you can't really deliberately relax and for some reason i just keep on like procrastinating on shows man procrastinating can you imagine that and and being in at the hotel right staying alone just telling yourself like okay i got this hotel with the singapore rediscover voucher it's just for me to relax and with this kind of goal and purpose and mindset right i was prepared to relax and i watched a lot of shows and i really enjoyed it and the experience was perfect was immensely enjoyable it was surprising i thought it was going to be a weird thing i mean couples go to staycation a single guy go to staycation a bit weird but in the end i really enjoyed it it was it was it was i can't describe it man in words like it was so ex, ex, enjoyable exciting i don't know i think it can be quite addictive i feel yeah yeah so that's the perfect example for that you might want to carve out some time you don't if you don't have the thing like singapore with this cover voucher it's fine you can always you know choose a time it's not like you can't go starbucks right you can kind of find a cafe just sit down and just watch your shows or find something to do right and then the second thing you can do is focus on a small goal to transcend languishing try starting with small wins like the tiny triumph of figuring out a uh what who done it or the rush of playing a seven letter word okay yeah he's he's speaking in uh (laughs) he's speaking about playing words with friends (laughs) okay so anyway he's just trying to try starting with small wins and like the tiny triumph of figuring out some certain things one of the clearest path to flow is just a it's a just manageable difficulty a challenge that stretches your skills and heightens your resolve that means carving out daily time to focus on a challenge that matters to you an interesting project a worthwhile goal a meaningful conversation sometimes it's a small step towards rediscovering some of the energy and enthusiasm that you missed during all these months so i think this is a very good way to describe it a small goal doesn't mean like you know career goal or perhaps it can be a career goal but it can be any goal and you're not limited perhaps you know you have been putting off on this particular show like in my context like let's say okay squid game is very popular right now right and then you kind of set yourself a goal where i want to watch one episode of squid squid go and like wait squid game yeah squid game and then you just watch it and if the show is truly truly good right it will kind of take you away and you'll be going into that flow state so you let the thing takes it like you know take control you don't have to do anything or you just need to watch it so you just need to set a time one hour just to turn on netflix and watch that show and that is one goal and of course like what he mentioned you also need some challenge right so maybe he wasn't mentioning about you know just watching shows and it can be anything as well so i'm quite sure most of you 
like this is not really truly applicable in the sense where i can find a challenging goal you can perhaps like uh, go for a walk that is also challenging as well and and you think about it you can kind of like adjust the meaning of these things like if watching shows are challenging then you can do that as well and then you kind of slowly build build it up right i mean because you're not watching your shows then that can be quite challenging it's a manageable difficulty and then you kind of slowly target different things you watch your shows really then maybe you feel like you know you feel like walking going out walking jogging or whatever going for a hike and and that can be the next step so you kind of slowly work yourself up there and always have something planned in mind where you can kind of look forward to i suppose and that's how it is so these are the two things that you can do and i hope you guys kind of like uh get some insights from this article that i mentioned and and really if you are feeling this maybe it's time to just take a break and think about what you can do to get control gain back some sort of sense of meaning of joy and i hope you guys take care man take care this is getting to me and i think after the situation it has been slightly better and i've been taking control and things are starting to feel more meaningful i would say and yeah that's that so if you're interested uh in having your topics covered if you have questions to ask you can always just email those topics and questions to chillax singapore podcast and i will reply it okay wait chillax singapore podcast at gmail.com yeah that's the that's the email address and i will try and reply you guys and feature it on the podcast so thanks for listening and uh see you next week